welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. My name's Javen. I'm an international online health and fitness coach. And if you want to increase your confidence, improve your self-development and have a bulletproof mindset, this is the podcast for you. Please don't forget to like, share and subscribe depending on whatever podcast app you are using. Today's episode is going to be amazing. I can't wait to get into it. Let's go. Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. My name's Jav, and today, guys, we're going to talk about how former athletes can get back into amazing shape. And this is something that is really dear to me. It's important to me because, obviously, I was a former athlete, and I know exactly how it feels to kind of have that journey end and not quite feel as strong and as powerful as I could be, even though I stayed in the gym. So I truly believe former athletes should be able to stay in shape for the rest of their lives. But we often see former athletes gain a lot of weight, stop training and kind of look like they don't enjoy it anymore. So this is something we want to avoid. And I'm going to kind of talk about that from so many angles. The podcast is going through a bit of a change. When I started, there was lots of videos. I was doing the YouTube. I was getting, I was doing hour long specials basically with, with a guest almost every single time. But now I'm scaling it back and I'm going to be doing a bit more intimate solo episodes, shorter episodes, 20 to 30 minutes that also serve my clients and people that are interested in actually learning about training and staying fit and how they can continue to stay in shape while they play sports for fun instead of doing it as a job or being a student athlete in America, because that is what my experience is. And I think that I can connect with people that have really been through that or people that are currently in my my coaching team that are getting coached by me. So I really want to break this down in terms of how former athletes can stay in shape for the rest of their lives. And I want to kind of touch on so many different talking points. But the main thing is actually the psychology. The psychology of finishing playing sports is really, really deep. What I felt when I stopped playing sports was a bit of an emptiness, a bit of a nothingness. I didn't quite know what this was, but I knew that I was no longer a footballer. And that is what I identified as. And that was a big, big problem because I didn't really realize that Jav, Javen, is more than just a footballer. And a lot of people I speak to now, they go through that same process. If you didn't know, a bit of backdrop about me is I was at Crystal Palace Football Club for over 10 years as a youngster. And then when I finished my scholarship as a full-time footballer, I went to the States on a, on a college scholarship and I played football out there while getting a degree. So I stayed in full-time sports for from the ages of 16 to 23. So I was playing full-time sports for a very long time, but that becomes your life. So when I graduated and I played my last game, and to be honest, I didn't even play because I was injured. I dislocated my shoulder, which was terrible. Like it was over and I was like, okay, shit, what the hell do I do now? Um, but for me, I love the gym. So getting out of shape was never really a big issue, but I was no longer playing as much football as I was before. I, mean, I was training every single day. We was running, we was doing gym work. We'll go train again. It's bloody hot in America. And I was in Atlanta, so it's bloody hot. So I'm sweating a lot. I was burning a lot of calories. There were definitely days I was burning like 2,000, 3,000 calories just from training in the heat alone. 
Um, so I was able to eat a lot and it wouldn't affect me. But this time I was no longer training at that level and I was not burning that many calories. I was doing some weight training in the gym. I definitely wasn't running anymore because everyone that plays sports and they stop playing sports, they know they hate running. So I wasn't running anymore. All of a sudden, I stepped on the scales and the scale said 95 kilos. That's like 210, 215 pounds. I was like a heavyweight boxer. If you know me, guys, I'm six foot. I should not be weighing that much. I was like, whew, okay. I mean, I still look good, but I don't know if I'm happy at this weight. And then I, I obviously I moved back to London. So I was then able to continue playing football at a semi-professional level just for fun, really. I still love it. I'm still committed to it, but it's nowhere near as serious as it once was. So for me to perform at 95 kilos is pretty difficult. So that's one thing that a lot of former athletes struggle with. And that was me, someone who was in the gym 24-7 anyway. So I'm just imagining someone who doesn't go to the gym nowhere near as much as me. They are struggling way worse, putting on 20, 30 pounds. I just read an article um, by a former wrestler. He was a D1 wrestler. He said he gained 68 pounds when he stopped playing sports. So what that's telling you is, look, if you are someone who's in college in America or maybe you play university sports in Europe somewhere, um, when it's over, there's one major thing that changes. Your activity levels drop, but your nutrition stays the same. <laughs> your calorie intake probably stays the same. So what adjustment can you make? The first thing is stay in the gym. Imagine if I wasn't in the gym, I probably would have gained 30 pounds, not, not, not 10 pounds or not five pounds. So that's one thing. Stay in the gym, man. Just And I find that a lot of athletes don't actually like doing gym work, but it's because of how traumatic and how traumatized they are because the strength and conditioning coaches are running us into the ground. <laughs> They're running us into the ground. We're doing all these runs till we vomit. Um, well, not me, but people are vomiting. You'll do runs until people quit. We're lifting in the gym until people are passing out. Like, And not every coach is like that, but a lot of team sports where, uh, like a lot of team sports, people are going through that process of, you know, cr getting crushed. That traumatizes you. Even if you don't realize it, it traumatizes, it traumatizes you to the point where you feel like, okay, I don't even really want to train. I don't want to go to the gym because you feel like you have to push yourself to that level. The truth is you don't, but there's this idea that you need to, um, but you don't. You definitely do not need to push yourself to that level. Now, one thing you need to work out is that you don't need to eat as much because you're actually not as active as you once were. And that is the hardest part to adjust to. You do not need to be eating 4,000 calories anymore because you are not burning 2,000 calories anymore. It doesn't make sense. And that is why you're putting on too much weight. The next thing is kind of related to what I just said, but you need to find something you actually enjoy. And that's really, really going to be a big part of the process. Because what I realized as a team is that I had, there were some guys that, there were some athletes that they liked going to the gym and they also liked competing. And there were some athletes that go to the gym because they love competing and they knew that the gym was going to help them. But that doesn't mean they liked the gym. They only went to the gym because they knew it would give them an edge on the field. So that mindset, when the sports is over, the goal setting is, is gone. There's no more goal setting. There's no more external motivation. So there's no need to train as hard. They stop training. They put on weight. They get fat. They're not happy. So find something you enjoy. Now, for me, 
I always loved combat sports. So as soon as I stopped playing football full time, that was the window to say, I'm going to start doing Muay Thai every day. I started doing Muay Thai twice a week and that filled the gap for me. It was competitive. I'm learning. It's a new skill. I feel like a kid again. So find something you enjoy. And then consistency, man. Honestly, just like your coach may tell you in your sport, you know, keep training, keep practicing, you'll get better. The same thing applies with getting in shape and training hard. You need to be consistent and you need to find a way to fit it in your day-to-day life. Look, as soon as you stop playing sports, you graduate from college, you finish with university, or maybe you retire as a pro, you know, you start working, you got a family, you know, you got a job now, you're not a full-time athlete anymore. There's so many things to think about in that process. But one thing that can't be denied and you can't really, it's just, it's just a part of it is, is if you do things consistently, you get better. So the one thing you need to do, you really need to think about how can you fit it in your schedule? Some people will say they don't have time. That's a lie. Everybody has time. Anybody who says they don't have time, that means they're, they're time poor because they don't know how to manage their time, right? They are time poor. And if you are time poor, you've probably got other issues that you need to think about. But this idea that you do not have time is probably the worst excuse I've heard since I've been coaching. And the reason that is, is because a lot of people who say they don't have time don't ever plan anything. So how do you know you don't have time? When you plan things, you actually realize you have more time than you think. And if you truly do not have time, I want you to try this one thing. Every For the next seven days, you're going to get a, a planner or even use a calendar on your phone. Every single hour, write down what you did for the last hour, okay? Obviously, apart from sleep. So sleep, let's say sleep takes up eight hours. So what does that leave you with? Eight, uh, 16 hours for the rest of your day. So every single hour for seven days, write down what you did each hour, okay? And you tell me if you do not have time to fit in three 45-minute sessions in a week. You tell me. (laughs) You tell me. And then one more thing is goal setting. I mentioned it before. But I'll mention it again, just to wrap this one up, because I do want to keep these podcast episodes nice and short now. When you are done playing sports, your motivation is going to dip like a motherfucker. I'm going to tell you why. I'm motivated to wake up and go play a game on a Saturday because I know I'm going to smash someone. I'm going to score a goal. I'm going to compete. That is enough for me to go to the gym and work hard because I know I'm going to outdo my competition. That's enough. But when when that's gone, you're not doing that on a Saturday anymore or whatever day you do it as a college athlete, then then it's over, right? Like, what am I doing? I'm not doing it anymore. And that is a hard thing to transition to. But once you get that, you need to set a new goal. Find something else to do. Find something else to compete in. Learn to enjoy other things. And when you can set a goal, you'll stay motivated. You'll stay in shape for life. Now, what... Can I give you some examples? Hey, I'll give you one right now. My goal when I decided to stop playing full-time sports was to stay in shape so I could at least play semi-professional sports. That was one of my goals. Genuinely, just wanted to keep playing semi-pro. If anybody doesn't know, semi-pro in England, you, you train maybe once or twice a week and you play on a Saturday. And if you're at a decent club, they'll give you some money. Not a lot of money, but they'll give you a little bit of money. So I just thought, let me just try and stay in shape to do that. Like I don't really care too much. My second goal is aesthetic. I'm very, I'm a very vain guy. I'm self-centered. I'm selfish. I love myself. And I do not want to look at images of me out of shape and fat. And I'm, I'm just, I'm being honest. 
I'm not being rude. I'm not fat shaming. I'm just being honest about how I feel. I did not want to look like that. I'm being, and, and to be very real and frank, I want to just look good all the time. I'm, I'm a vain person and I can admit it. I can admit it though. But that is enough for me to get up at 6 a.m. and go to the gym. Honestly, that is it. And once I fit that in my lifestyle, it doesn't even feel like I need to be motivated anymore because it's a part of me. And that's how you can stay in shape for the rest of your life as an athlete, okay? So it is a lot easier than you think. Trust me. And there is one more thing. I, 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 hes- I hesitate. I hesitate to say this, but coaching, coaching. This is a problem for so many athletes. You guys, you guys think you can do everything on your own, <laughs> but you've never, you've never done anything on your own. You have literally never done anything on your own as an athlete. We get told where to be, what time to be there, what session we're doing today. We get told what to do in the gym. Like, you have never done anything on your own. So why do you think that you can go to the gym and try to remember something that your strength and conditioning coach told you two years ago? <laughs> no, unless you study exercise science or sports science or physiotherapy or whatever, you probably need to get a coach to give you a proper training program because you're going to try to remember things that you were doing as an athlete when you were training to be an athlete. But now you've got a new goal. You just want to look good and you want to stay in shape and you want to be healthy. You want to build some muscle mass. You want to get strong as hell. Then training like an athlete might be a little bit different for you. A different type of athlete now. You're, you might be trained to be like a hybrid athlete. You don't know. So even coaches need coaches. So don't you think ex, ex-athletes need coaches too? It's all the same. I'm telling you, it goes around in a big circle, man. So I'm going to wrap this one up there. That is how you can stay in shape for the rest of your life as a former athlete. You just need to put these things in place. You need to be someone that is going to be willing to learn how to set new goals, separate your identity from the sport and find something you enjoy and understand that your nutrition is going to have to take some changes. Simple as that. Guys, look, if you share this episode, I'm going to be sending you a Spectrum Fit t-shirt. So if you share this episode, if you share this episode and put it in your Instagram stories, you'll get a shirt from me. Doesn't matter where you are in the world, I'll get it sent over to you. Have a good day. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. If you are someone who has been struggling to get in shape, you want to lose some body fat, you want to feel better about yourself and you want to build some lean muscle mass as well as transforming your confidence, don't hesitate to reach out to me on my social media and just ping me a message. I'll get back to you as soon as you can. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe and tag me, okay? Tag me. I really appreciate all the support. Watch out for next week's episode. See you later.